Hello, and welcome to Stirring the Pot, Entertainment News' premier pop culture podcast. As always, I'm your host, Derek, the first and the last. Today, we have... It's me, Asia. And... Sam. Wow, guys. Another four years and another Olympics. Here, let's go for the Olympics. Ooh, we are for day 13. I did not consume a single lick of those Olympics. I also didn't. Um, uh, I forgot every other time I've been in the Olympics, I've either been in college or um, like home. So I always had access to like cable or something. Someone who doesn't have cable. I've never watched a single bit of the Olympics. Yeah. Uh, quick, what do you guys feel about the Olympics? I feel like it's really neat. I really like that the countries are coming together to compete. So I, I, I like the idea of the Olympics, not the, like... Actual? How it pans out yeah, in I, reality? I feel like it never pans. It's just like the World Cup. I feel like it never pans out as ethical as I want it to. Yeah, that's fair. Um, the but, idea is nice. The displacement, the inequality. Yeah. All the other side effects. You know, they suck. We're they not suck. for that. We're not for that. Um, But the Olympics were really fun, so I wanted to talk about sports to kind of uh, increase some form of uh, real-life SEO. And the only thing I could compare it to is Haikyuu. And Tsubasa. And Captain Tsubasa. Haikyuu is one of the highest SEO potential, though. That's fair. Um, I'm probably going to title this episode, Haikyuu and the Artistry of Sports. But just know, featuring <laughs> but just know, um, it's I, it's it's Captain Tsubasa that really kicked my love for sports again. Um, so we're gonna talk about Haikyuu, Captain Tsubasa, and the artistry of sports. Um, we're gonna talk about that whole like thing attached to it. Then we're gonna do a Q and A, and then we're gonna end the episode. Preview for next week's episode. Uh, we're going to MegaCon this weekend. So yeah, ooh. So we have to, our next episode will be a recap of that. Um, I'm so tired. I'm already preemptively tired <laughs> from Metrocon. Um, other than that, other, is there anything coming out for World of, for... <gasps> yes. You want to record a World of Battle episode, like, tomorrow? Anyone? Sure. I'm down. Sure, Yeah. What am I doing? I'm not doing anything. <laughs> um, but other than that, we have a duel that we filmed for uh, before the roll. That's going to be out this. <laughs> this that's going to be out this Friday. That's going to be interesting. Mm-hmm. I hope you guys enjoy it. Remember to ask questions for our next duel for it, um, and let's get right into it. I have a question before we talk about Haikyuu, Captain Tsubasa, and the artistry of sports. Mm-hmm. Have either of you ever played a sport? Band is a sport. So, uh... Actually, I played basketball when I was oh. really little. Oh, that's... Um, yeah. <laughs> Sorry, go on, Asia. Yeah, and then I tried out for the basketball team and the volleyball team when I was in uh, middle school. Mm-hmm. But I don't think I... St- I, I didn't understand the concept that I, like, I need to stay for every... They were like, you don't have to make every tryout. And I was like, okay. Yeah, that's happened to me. But then, 
so I like missed for both of them. I like missed them or something. And then it was like, yeah, you weren't there enough. And it was on years where everyone made it. So I was like, okay, so I'm the jerk. Yeah. Who didn't make it. That's fine. That's fine. It's funny because the thing is, it was similar. That's like this exactly what happened to me as well, where it's just like they weren't clear about the tryout date. So it's just like, yeah, I would assume that if you couldn't make one tryout date and you make the other, that's why we have two tryout dates. But it's just like, why wouldn't you just tell me I have to show up for both? Also, I didn't have a ride, so. Yeah. All my friends made the team, except I didn't. I was like, oh, okay. So I just wasn't meant for sports. And I stopped trying to do anything overtly sporty for the rest of my life. Have you guys ever watched sports at all? Uh... Um, If I wanted to consume sports, I would simply be in them. That's funny. This sports a, games. I went to sports games in high school. I, was, I went to one sports game. Oh, no, game. I meant, like, video games. No. Oh, That's wait, not... wait. I just remembered. Uh, because I was in band, I had to be at the football games, especially the home ones. You enjoyed those? No. That's that's uh, that's a, almost a similar experience to me. I can't say that I enjoy watching sports. Well, at one point, I hated watching sports. Um, I can I can stand going to a sports game. The thing is, high school football football's boring for me anyway. Um, but high school football is uh, a special type of boring because they're not that good. God, we were not that good. Um, so they could even get me in with like, oh yeah, we're hype. I think in my senior year they they had like a there was like zero to twenty seven. That's funny. They had zero wins. Yeah, zero wins. That's pretty good. Mine, <laughs> I don't remember. Adrian, you were at every home game. Yeah. Um, the thing it's funny because, like, our school would be like, yeah, like, the varsity isn't good, but the JV's good. Like, the varsity isn't good, but the JV's really good. Like, no one cares about JV, JV football. JV, huh? JV's only for the people who didn't make it to the varsity. Oh, that was just for, like, the underclassmen. No, no, the thing is, if you're good enough. You'll just make it to the varsity yeah. team? Yeah. <laughs> JV is for the people who understand that watching sports is not... Personally, personal opinion, uh, JV for the people who realize that watching sports is not where it's at, and they don't care about being good. But if I'm going to experience the sport, I'm going to play it. Exactly. Um, but I did play a lot of sports. I There was a period between, before I became the sedentary rock I am today. Um, there's a period of time from 6th grade to 11th grade, because I quit all the sports my senior year. Um, that I did track and field, cross country, wrestling, football, tried out for swimming, played a little bit of tennis, tried golf. Um, and I did a lot. Mixed martial arts, they offered it for 18 year olds. Um, I did karate in kindergarten. That's a sport. I did like a little bit of tennis. God, I that's missed a sport. karate. Yeah, but I didn't. <laughs> the tennis is an expensive sport, surprisingly. So, despite all of that, um, I never really thought of myself as a fan of sports. Um, I like the inherent competition. I liked all of that. I haven't called myself a fan of sports until um, Asia forced us to sit down and watch Haikyuu. Yeah. And even then, I was like, no, no, it's the voice acting. I love it. Um, and then... Captain Tsubasa came out last year? It came out in 2020, right? I think so. 
Yeah, it came I, out like sep- I think it came out like in September, October of last year. Why and do I feel like you played it on quarantine? Because I just remember like a stretch where you were home just playing. Yeah, Captain August twenty twenty. Oh wow. Yeah, you August. Were, you, August twenty seventh, twenty twenty was the initial release. Oh, we were in school. Wow, time really bleeds together. Yeah. Uh, I remember, because I remember playing it a lot, because I remember not doing, a, like, not finishing, like, stuff for work, because I was just playing Captain Tsubasa. Um, and Oops. those combination of factors, um, plus me finishing the Haikyuu manga on accident. That's really funny that you said that. Yeah, you know, because it's like, um, th- no spoilers, because... We don't do that here. We don't do that here. Not on purpose. And, and Asia wants to actually finish it. Yeah. Um, but it's like where we ended on what season three before the art change. Mm-hmm. Yeah. We finished season three. God. Um, and then around the time season like three, we finished season three. They released like the uh, manga chap, the manga chapter before, like it ended. Um, and then that was spoiled for me on Twitter. And so I was a like, lot of well, it was spoiled for me on Twitter. You're right. And so I, there's a whole. That's why I don't go on Twitter. There's a whole gap of the story that I don't know what happens in IQ. But I know how it ends. Yeah. And if you know how it ends, I feel like that's kind of... Yeah. Kind of ruins it. So it's like, what's the point? So, no spoilers for Asia here. Hi. I'm still struggling with the art style change. Um, it's... Uh, honestly... Not what we're here for. Not what we're but, here for, I but... mean, worth mentioning. It wasn't insignificant to my, like, funneling gorge of Haikyuu. I love the art style. I love the old art style. Yeah, sorry. I love the old art style. I, also, I feel like it's relevant because we're talking about the artistry of sports. So really quick, really quick, really quick. Um, I feel like it got more generic after the art style change. And before, there was like a kind of sketchy, I don't want to call it grunginess to it, but it wasn't as polished. It shows it like movements. F- it kind of shows like yeah, it didn't active, f- more activeness. Yeah, it didn't feel as polished as a lot of the other ones and how it became afterwards. I Yeah, I felt like it conveyed action a lot more. And it conveyed dynamicism. We're using that word. A lot more than... It's a lot more static now. Or it not feels static, more like, static. Yeah. Anyways, I, I like the previous Art one. words, yeah. I thought it set itself apart. And I think in the anime... Like, a lot of things can end up looking the same, even if the art style is slightly different. Mm-hmm. And I felt like Haikyuu of the olden days set itself apart. I miss seeing that quirky, individualistic reflection or whatever. Blah, 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 blah. No, you're good. I get that. All right. Go um, for it. Go for it. It wasn't until those two events, Katsubasa, playing Katsubasa, watching original IQ IQ art style that I was able to be like, huh, I think I can start appreciating sports as just another frame of art. And because of that, ever since then, I've been able to enjoy sports on a level that I never like have before. Right. Um, I do a lot of things in entertainment too. I have to consume a lot of stuff. Um, most of that stuff has been podcasts, audiobooks now, mm-hmm. but I gotta tell you, I'm tired of consumption of, like, things that don't add, like, an intrinsic artistic value to me, mm-hmm. right? And I feel like me seeing sports, with the idea of sports within a artistic framework allows me to drag enjoyment from it. Mm-hmm. So I guess I have to ask you guys, 
Um, do you guys think sports can be art? I want to say yes. Mm-hmm. Just because, like, to be good at sports is a, a certain level of technique and training that you have to go through. Mm-hmm. That I feel like is very... That can be seen as, like, artistic. Yeah. Because the thing is, you have to, like... Like, being, a, like, an artist myself, drawing, you need to learn a lot of technique and, like, kind of a lot of the basics for you to actually be considered good. Like, you need to go through a lot of, like, traditional training, I guess. Like, making sure your anatomy is right, making sure your, like, perspective is, isn't off. hmm So I feel like in that regard, I feel like it's really interesting to, like, also view sports in that way because... I can't do sports. I don't train. I don't have the physical abilities to do what other athletes can. Asia? Eh. Eh? I feel like it depends on what sport you're asking about, what you classify as a sport, and what your definition of art is. Because um, I know I very jokingly said earlier, band is a sport, um, but our the point of our quote-unquote sport, if we allow it within that definition to be a sport, was artistry. It was about music. It was about creating shape and line and, like, presenting something artistic to an audience to then be judged upon. And it asked of us a certain level of physicality, but I feel like, a lot of people might argue that band isn't necessarily a sport. There's a level of like physicalness. There's a level of athleticism. There's a level of competition. But since I'm not super well versed in sports, I wouldn't. I'm not sure how those arguments would play out. But I know in like philosophy, a lot of this stuff relies on our set definitions of things. So I could see it going either way, but if we're talking, especially like with gymnastics and, um, ooh, ooh, one Olympics a while ago, figure, not, not figure skating, figure skating is one of them. Um, the swimming that they do, the, uh, synchronized swimming. Yeah. Yeah. Synchronized swimming. That's wild. Um, but, um, yeah, there's all these levels of things that the point is to present something artistic. But then if we contrast it towards the sports that, and I feel like you can definitely consider those things art. Figure skaters go through a lot to be able to present something artistic to you. It's not just about the technicality. It's about the form. Does it fit the music? Blah, 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 blah. They are like judged on a level of artistry in a way that things like basketball and soccer and football or rugby or something like that, lacrosse, aren't. And... If you consider that all under the umbrella of sports, then do all sports contain a level of art? Or are you reading more into it with some sports that they're not presenting something artistic? They're out to win. But, like, because, like Sam was saying, there's... I thought you were going to go a different way with it. So it started my brain going off a different way. So Sam didn't necessarily say this, but a lot of art is capturing like gesture and capturing movement. Mm -hmm. And there's an appreciation for flow and form and stuff like that, that I think you can find in, but the definition of art is so wide. 
that just because you can read artisticness in something, I'm sorry, I'm, I'm taking over, my bad. Uh, just because you can read artisticness in something doesn't necessarily make the thing art. It just makes you have an artful eye that you can pull those things out of it. Mm-hmm. The thing is, oh, sorry. Let me, sorry, yeah. let me step in because I am the moderator. Uh-huh. I'm so sorry. I went off. You, I feel like you had you had a lot of you had a lot of statements. So I, I wish I cut you off earlier for I could like address them. <laughs> so first off, you're right. The definition of sports and the definition of art are very wide things. So it seems as if we need to come back after I say try to address some other things. We need to come back and solidify a definition, not for like a, the canon definition. But for the sake of this conversation, right. a definition of art and sports. All right? Mm-hmm. So we'll do that in a bit. Two, um, you brought up a good point when you try when you compare like synchronized swimming and gymnastics to like something that's like approaching art. Um I I would say, yeah, like those dance competitions as well, like they're all like approaching art. But isn't it as where I explored within the essay I wrote for the website, um, Haiku, Kevin Tsubasa, and the Artist of Your Sports, it will be in the link down below, so you'll be able to follow along along with this episode. Um, arts. Should I just read the blurb from the... I think you should. Um, in sports, there is always the end goal of winning, but this is not the case for art. While art focuses on creation and freedom of expression, all sports focus on abiding to strict rules of the game. Athletes work hard and complete intense physical training to exert themselves and perform well in their game to ultimately win. However, art does not aim to be the best or better than other art. The athlete, however, really has to push past their limits in being faster, stronger, and so on. This is what makes sports entertaining. They provide distraction from real life and spectators are in awe as they witness another fellow human being performing an extraordinary sports play. Mm-hmm. So, because sports seem to have a the idea that you have to win to like do a sport, does that change even like anything for like? Uh, the the quote unquote artistry of it yeah of these sports where you like I'm making the argument that they're presenting an argu- artistic piece mm-hmm. Sam thoughts um sorry because I remember I was going a bunch of different places to like try to catch all the different tangents you guys are going on um I feel like it doesn't only because like just because um you're playing to like quote unquote win. Uh, it's not like you don't do something similar when you're, like, drawing for a competition or, like, any other competition. Um, there's always, like, intention. Like, I don't, like, think that the art of me, like, drawing a painting, like, like painting a painting is taken away from me being in a competition. It's still me, like, kind of performing, kind of, like, my technique that's being evaluated. Mm-hmm. And also, I feel like it's not fair for me also to judge sports. I'm, like, I'm getting sports a lot of, like, clout right now. I don't watch sports. I don't, like... It's sports don't interest me, and the only thing that really interests me is like kind of like the screen grabs of like the form that people like do do, do do. Okay. Um, <laughs> sorry. <laughs> um, but the thing is, I feel like in regards to like 
if you're a sports coach, it's like you kind of like encourage your players to have this technique in order to be better players. So I personally don't think that the intentionality of being competition affects the artistry at all. Okay. I am glad that you picked up on that point, Sam, because I was thinking something along a similar vein, as well as it's something like stuck out to me, the idea that you're supposed to push yourself to like your natural limits. And I think, oh no, I guess you can make the argument for any sport. You have to also know when to hold back, but all right, never mind. I'm sorry. I, in my head, I was going to make the argument. I out-argued myself <laughs> right <laughs> no, after good. I opened my mouth. But just to present what was going on in my head, I was going to say that, like, in these more quote-unquote artistic sports where it's presenting something, you don't always want to push yourself at the highest level. I mean, if you choose a challenging routine, you are naturally going to be pushing yourself beyond your limits and practice and, like, trying to perfect the technique needed to pull off the routine and the presentation. The presentation is just like those square span of minutes that's supposed to reflect like months and years of training. And I guess that's the argument for any sport. Yeah. The time that you're on the stage, the time that you're on, I'm sorry, I'm using stage and stuff because that was the nature of what I did. Yeah, that's fine. It's a, it, we can use stage as like the, one like, like the word court. for everything. Yeah. yeah. The time you're on the stage is the time that you have to show all the work you put in behind the scenes. Mm-hmm. And you're not going to try to do, even if you train to be able to throw a ball halfway across the court because that's what you need sometimes when straights get dire, that doesn't mean you're always going to be doing half court three pointers, nor is it smart to. Mm-hmm. Just like. So that, that's how I argued myself out of it because I was thinking, okay, but if I'm presenting something to you and going all out doesn't match the artistry of what I'm doing, that I'll be penalized. For instance, I did color guard. So that means I threw stuff up and I caught it when it came back down. Um, and I had to do that to the beat of whatever like music. I had to do that to match the artistry of the music. So if there's a point where a beat is going to like on one note and if i throw a triple i'm catching it on that beat and it's a satisfying smack that resonates with it but say i've been training and i can throw like a quad or a five that's the amount of spins it needs um before it comes back down and you catch it that's not going to match the music and i'm late for everything else so mm-hmm. with anything you're not going to want to push yourself to your natural limit with anything which is why i ixnade the argument that i then had to present to make myself make sense hi <laughs> I'm Asian. Nothing I said just mattered because it was it was I, I, turned I, into a loop. So yes, I think it's important to start establishing what is art, mm-hmm. right? And then from there we can start talking about what is sports because I feel like it's easier to find a definition of sports than there is mm-hmm. to find a definition of art. So anyone want to take a like? Thing? Um, what are some qual like? What are some qualities that? art has to have um from me taking my design class a lot of it has to do with like technique like that's like kind of like the base from what i've like what i've gathered where it's just like even if you're like oh there's this one painting where it's like just like white on white paint texture wise but i think it's considered art because one the imagination that it takes to like create it and also 
the technique of you using textures to create kind of a sorry I lost my train of thought but like the texture like the technique that you need to make those textures um so I would say technique um imagination creativity in terms of art I feel like it's almost too broad already to describe what art is because then I could make the argument that plumbing is art because you need to develop a technique in order to like be able to install things to be able to like finagle stuff you need to think creatively to solve problems and once you start applying that you can start doing it to a lot of things and i feel like it lessens the impact value of art but at the same time does it i feel like part one i wish i had studies aesthetics before even stepping into this because i know aesthetics is a philosophy that goes into like this whole realm that's kind of built on this idea of art and artistry and judging art. Yeah. And I wish I had that background to then talk about this because I think it would help out because where I am now, I think I can't narrow down the definition of art. And I don't think it takes away from art. That's an Asia opinion Um, because I think part of like, the function of art is being able to find it in so many things and being able to include it in so many things, kind of like, kind of like philosophy in that if you start thinking about, like, you can do anything, but once you start thinking about it with the added intentionality of art, of, like, making it into art, then it can push what's already there to further limits. I agree because thing is i i I said uh does it bring down the idea of art because i thought that's what you were gonna go with it um i think because the bare minimum that i have with aesthetics like i've read a chapter of an aesthetics book before i had to return it to the library um what it seemed to come down to is that this person of this book you remember the book we checked it out from the same library yeah, I gotta be real. It was thick. <laughs> and I had a lot going on. And then the coronavirus hit. Yeah. Um, I think the reason why it's so hard to tack down a version of, like, a definition for art, because just like the book, I'm gonna, I don't want to use the book too much because I'm, I'm gonna butcher what they say because I don't have it in front of me and it's been like a year since yep. I read it. Um, but it seemed to apply that art can literally be anything, and all it takes is for you to start thinking of it like an art. Ooh. That Boom, baby. So it's just like, when you, when you brought up the plumber, it's just like, yeah, the thing is, a plumber, day-to-day, might not consider themselves an artist, but once they do, and start teaching, like, the artistic form of plumbing, it becomes an art. Yeah, that's a special skill set that I'm like. I wonder if then we can add a sort of, uh, I wonder like intentionality to art, because I do think there was merit to what you were saying before with like the point of some sports is winning. Mm -hmm. And if I like, I might have to think creatively to win. And 
is that thinking creatively and I'm like always going to need technique. And sometimes I don't even need technique to create art. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. So it's just like, if I am playing basketball and I know that I have to get from point A to point B to do a layup, to get the ball in Mm -hmm. and I'm looking around for my options. Can I pass? Can I like, do I just have to bob and weave? Don't get me on terms, y'all. <laughs> Ace is just mixing sports. I gotta dribble. I gotta... Yeah, yeah. yeah. I gotta get a goal. <laughs> just stop it. And, I, like, how am I gonna do all this? Like, just... Do I have time to think about the artistry? Do I have time to be like, oh, um, I, like, I, my goal is to get from A to B, but what if I spin here? What if I do a little cross the... What if I break some ankles? What's yeah. up? And that's, that's a great point because in the two examples of real life sports that wasn't an anime or a video game, also the Harlem Globetrotters is a great example of sports being uh, Art, entertainment. Yeah, yeah but the thing is, that's done intentionally. Yeah. yeah. Um, because the two examples I use of like real sports is the shot in 1989, which was um, Chicago Bulls versus the Cleveland Cavaliers. There's like... Uh, Three seconds left. Mm-hmm. Um, they were down by three. No, they were down by two. And uh, Michael Jordan shot a three-pointer in the last three seconds. But that's described as just like, oh, this great like artistic moment within the shot of basketball. He didn't mean to do that. He was trying to win. He didn't think that like this would go and like, it's like, oh, this is going to be like the mm-hmm. magnum opus of like basketball shots. It's just like, no, this is like... But it's, it's described in hindsight as like a really beautiful moment but is it described that way because of the memories and the emotional attachment that it is that's connected to the play i wonder if we can then push the conversation further and say that art requires an audience mm-hmm. to just kind of consume it mm-hmm. even if that audience is just yourself but and also they've got that emotion I know, some people, I know some people were just, like, brought to tears by, like, hockey games. Here's here's the other one. This is from the 1998 World Cup by Dutch player Dennis Bergkamp. Mm-hmm. His winning goal was described as follows. This is, like, by, like, an announcer at the thing. And this is, like, apparently the most beautiful soccer shot, like, ever. 53 seconds after play restarted, Burr can't produce his masterpiece. The quality of the goal is what is most spoken about now, but all the time, the savageness of the swing was the most significant aspect of the overwhelming joy it created amongst the joy of the Dutch fans. One moment, Holland had been hanging on with 10 men. The next, they were 2-1 to one up and in the semifinal. There's a point that you make in here somewhere, right? It's, uh, I think it's a paragraph right above it that says, um, sports commentators often describe the execution of the athlete in detail in an almost aesthetic way. However, this aesthetic recognition and appreciation are formulated to merely engage spectators. Mm -hmm. But I wonder if kind of like how we were saying before, to find art in something, you just have to read art into it. And Spectators are doing that in real time. Yeah. The, like, that, that, what you read just then is a prime example because I feel like sports tend towards that. I'm thinking wrestling spectating. Yeah, wrestling is, like, the, 
I want to do a wrestling and art like podcast on its own just because so much of wrestling is predetermined and trying to get that like whoa yeah which it's probably a reason why I enjoy wrestling so much Mm -hmm. but yeah wrestling is it does the same function but the thing is does that stageness and the idea that they're trying to present entertainment like when Sam brought up the Harlem Globetrotters as like an example Scooby-Doo and the Harlem Globetrotters anyways I got a man for Futurama so um, no shade. <laughs> it's is it negating whether it was art or not already, just abandoning that argument for a second in light of this new possibility. Are these spectators, regardless of the level of art before, breathing art into the sport by describing it in real time and making it sort of a production for the entertainment value of audiences. I know art isn't like intrinsically tied to entertain. Is art intrinsically tied to entertainment? I feel like it could be. I feel like, yes. I feel like parts of art. Yeah. I feel like the traditional idea is that art is to like speak some like sort of truth into the world of the artist's truth. But I feel like art can also just be entertainment. Cause I feel like, a lot of like, for example, um, a lot of um, what's those installation pieces where it's just like kind of more interactive, kind of like a lot of it is more in terms of like the showiness, entertainment of like having like um, you know those like those pop up like art museums. Yeah, thing. and like there's like this one where it's just like a I forgot what the name is, but it's like um you know the game Mousetrap. It's yeah. essentially you making a giant mousetrap and having it's like once it's the, like once it's like you only can see it once. Right. So. I guess I would ask the question. A lot of people say art. Anyways, I'm sorry. I've I've rounded back. I was about to go down the art is is art entertainment. Art as communication is communication intrinsically always entertainment. No, yes, dialogue. Who knows? Writing. Ah. Art and entertainment. High Q. We're bringing it back eventually. That. All that to say, that's a little tantalizing sliver that we're not going to go down, but I present to you to go down by yourself. Um, yeah, are this is them like adding this level of reading art into it, specifically to further engage and entertain the spectators? Does that, regardless of if it was art before, make it art? Ooh, honestly... If there's Maybe. art in the forest and no one can see it, because the, the the thing is, it's like I'm trying. I'm thinking of all the, like the best sports moments off the top of my head, and it's never been like the moment played in like an AMV and like different musical playing on the top of it. It's always the moment with the spectators going crazy. That you can feel the energy of the crowd. You can feel the emotion as like the as like the announcers are like building into it like this is lebron's last chance to get a ring in front of his home crowd like stuff like that and like just building and like digging into like the actual meat of the story kind of like as if it's acting as like the background music like how it's often said that if you watch something but then without the background music it loses a lot of its oof yeah Yeah. but I guess the reason why I'm jumping from thing to thing is because I'm trying to find the soundest argument we can do without having to do, like, levels of research Mm -hmm. that we can just do right now. 
Because, sorry, I'm, I'm going to let yeah. you talk. Okay. I, I know in the paper, I ended with the idea that... Um, I personally don't... I In the end of this paper, I wrote that, in conclusion, according to the philosophy that we have been utilizing, sports can't be considered art, even though it has art even though it has intrinsic artistic value. The philosophers we used were Ruth L. Saul and S.K. Wirtz. Um, the thing is, as we're talking about it now, I guess in the paper, I've only ever thought of sports within... My question was just like, sports, are they inherently artistic? Not, can they carry artistic value? Yeah. And I, I noticed that you, and I think me, myself, on some level, keep wanting to deny sports a certain artist and, like, intrinsic artistic value. Yeah. Wait, you said does have intrinsic artistic value. Yeah, sorry. Even though it has intrinsic artistic value, it can't be considered art. And that's because those philosophers talked about how... Wait, let me clarify. Intrinsic... Meaning, there's some elements of an artistic, like, there's some levels of artistic merit to it, but overall, it can't be considered an art. Oh, okay. Anyway, okay, thank you. Um, wait, before you, before you, hold that thought. Sam. Oh, sorry. Sorry, Sam, yeah. <laughs> no, you're I, cool. I the thing is, so I was it. thinking about, like, how you were talking about, like, this was this was a lo- a while ago, so I don't know how relevant it is. But you can always make it relevant, baby. Like how you were talking about how the announcers are like swelling up the music of the, so like it kind of creates like this story of like that gets people emotionally involved. And I was thinking about how that can. I was thinking like, huh, Sam, do you think that like basketball is art? No, not as like sorry. I think that it has artistic values. Um, am I gonna personally watch a basketball game because I think it's really artsy? No. Um, but I was thinking about how, like, in, like, sports movies, how the cinematography is shot in such a way that's, like, aesthetically pleasing, even if, like, it's just, like, oh, is this a basketball movie? It's just, like, the way that it's presented is still very much, like, the same thing that I'm seeing, but in a different medium, I guess. And I think when you think about it with movies, you have to think that they're doing the same thing over and over to get the perfect tape. Mm -hmm. But part of, like, the magic of seeing it in sports is that you know you can only see it that way one time. Mm -hmm. Even if the same two teams go head-to-head-to-head, no two games are going to play out exactly the same. Mm -hmm. And I think... I'm sorry. I, I, I thought I was going along with you. Wait... Oh, so you're saying the movie adds, like, this level of artistic value that's yeah. you can say is akin to the idea of the um, sports commentator and the audience reaction b- making this kind of swelling music to yeah. pull together w- into a narrative. Yeah, but at the same, you can make those ties, but at the same time, they're, like, just at their base different. Um, I was going to say that at their base, they're, like, it's like the same thing. It's just like I don't know if my own biases about sports are changing what I feel is art and what's not art. Oh. In regards to like, the thing is, I feel like movies are very much art, even if it's like a terrible movie. I'll be like, no, this was this took a lot of energy and like creativity to make. Um, but the thing is, it's like yeah, but with sports, it's very much like yeah, the objective is to win. So I don't necessarily look much deeper than that. Mm-hmm. And I was just thinking like, hey, this is my own bias in regards to how sports. Like, just the nature of sports 
like changes my views yeah. on art. That makes sense. My bad. Like, I was cool. like, yeah, we're on the same. Oh, I'm disagreeing with you. Just kidding. Sorry. Also, let me read out this blurb from like mm-hmm. that I bring up the philosophers that I I use because I feel like I've been skirting around like using their philosophical terms, but I haven't like. Go for it. Yeah, go for it. So uh, this is a continuation of the Chicago Bull. Like, the shot for Michael Jordan. Um, The level of agility and physical prowess displayed by Jordan is admired by many. One might feel that that his technique was an art. Although, according to philosophers Ruth L. Saw and S.K. Wirtz, there are two types of sports, purposive and aesthetic. Uh, regarding purpose of sports, the success of the of the athletes themselves is not contingent upon how graceful or aesthetically pleasing their play comes across, which is the um, aesthetic. Like, if that's not clear, that's the aesthetic sports. It's like, they have to look good. It has to come across well. Aesthetically. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, in other words, the person with the best form is not guaranteed to be the best player to win the game. Or to win the game. Although Jordan's performance was executed with great skill, it was just a means to an end to win. I don't know if that clears up anything, but I thought I'd bring it back to like the philosophers who are like the mm-hmm. core. Because the thing is, surprisingly, um, there's not a lot of sports philosophers. A lot of sports philosophers talk about um, the ethicalness of sports. or oh, that's fair. Or um, sports as an example of the prime man. Okay. Uh, None of them really talk about his sports as an art form. So this is like a brief window. Because these are both aesthetic philosophers. So this is a brief window where they just like, let's look at sports. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Hey, audience, this could be your chance to coin <laughs> in on a very niche market. Go after it. That's funny. Thank you. Um, I was just going to, uh, shoot, I'm trying to remember my point. There are a lot of thoughts flying around it's a good, inside it's, of mine. I th- don't worry, don't worry, folks. As they just think it, I'm going to mention something. Writing this paper, uh, looking back at this, oh, yes, go ahead. I remember, I'm sorry, really quick. I wonder if it would be, uh, m- what I was saying before was there's something keeping us back from wanting to give sports the artistry mm-hmm. and we keep talking about what is art and what counts as art and how like not without even really twisting the definite our quote-unquote definition because we haven't really solidified one yet there are a lot of things that can be considered art what if we honed in and i don't even know if we have time for this um or if it's something that like sam said requires us to like kind of have further reading to like acknowledge our own biases what if we honed in on why we don't want to give sports the artistry and ask ourselves that and see if an argument could be made from it? Um, it means every jerk in high school who was on the football <laughs> team is now an artist. I see. The thing is, I so, I, I feel like what you guys have been reading is reluctant reluctance. Mm-hmm. Um, I, I haven't meant to come off. I so desperately want to give sports the, mm-hmm. like, that they are an art. Mm-hmm. Um, but the thing is, I know you guys brought up the example previously about how, yeah, but, like, art competitions, like, you're trying to win. But the thing is, I feel like, correct me if I'm wrong, I feel like most art isn't made for a competition. 
like the things that people consider like art it's just like hey like sorry i was like go on i'll put this in after and so the fact that anytime you do sports especially on the high level where people start talking about the artistic value of sports it's only for competition mm-hmm. right like the the ones i just mentioned was the chicago bulls um, and the World Cup and the Olympics just happened. A lot of beautiful moments happened in the Olympics. These people trained their entire lives to be in the Olympics. And I so desperately want to call it an art. But in my head, I can't... Because sports are so... So much of sports, it's tied to the competition. And without the idea of the competition, sports are kind of useless to me. If there isn't someone trying to win, if there isn't someone who's doing this because they want to be like the best going against each other, someone all the time, I can't consider like, and I can't separate that idea from sports, but in art, even though there are tons of art competitions, even though people are making fan art to sell it, to get money, to win, I can still see my students draw something on a piece of paper and I'm just like, yeah, that's art. But it's just like in sports, you're always, it's like in, within my head, sports are so tied to the, what's the, the competition, but also the, um, when you're going up against someone and competitive. not competitiveness, it's the same thing. Yeah. The adverse, not adversity, rivalry, adversarial, in sports, no matter what happens, like, you can share the planet with a bunch of different artists. Mm-hmm. There can only be one? Yeah. Oh, I'm sorry. I so, stole your thunder. Say, no. say in your dramatic voice. In sports, there can only be one winner. And in sports, you're always trying to be that one winner. Mm-hmm. Which, it's an idea in sports that I can't separate from it like I can with art. Because in art, I'm, I'm pretty sure you guys are an artist. I feel like no one wants to be a bad artist. Everyone wants to be considered like a good artist. Yeah. If not like the best artist, but it's like in sports, it's, it's built into its DNA that if you play sports, the person you're going against is your enemy. They're stepping in the way of your greatness of your glory. And you need to go and take them down. That's fair. The thing is, whenever I think about sports and like the regard, it's just like, um, how like people play sports, more casually where like you could see like a, a group of guys just playing basketball like for fun like even though it's just like yeah this is very much a competitive thing it's very much like i'm doing this like because i love doing this i've been on those courts it gets it still gets heated that's fair i'm not there i'm looking at the, i'm looking from afar being like wow they're out in the hot sun and they're like killing it at playing basketball that's not me i'm an indoor kid <laughs> i like the ac i mean are you saying any level of competition? Like, even if these highly skilled players are just, like Sam said, outside on, like, the basketball court or a park, just, you know, throwing some hoops. Yeah. Shooting see, some hoops. I guess it's like, it's like there's, they're shooting some hoops, but it's like just the idea of just shooting hoops, I don't think that's the competition. When someone's just like, yeah, 2v2, I got next. Um, it's just like, oh, I'm trying to beat you. And mm-hmm. it's still that you losing. So any level of competition. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Oh, okay. But the thing is, isn't that like, for example, um, monochromatic paintings, you can use like the values 
and the shades and the tents. Uh-huh. But you got to stick with the same hue. And that's a, like, that's a rule of monochromatic painting. As soon as you start adding different hues in there, it's no longer a monochromatic painting. It is something else. So the whole nature of basketball is that you can't play it without two teams. And once you play it with only one team, you're not really doing basketball. Mm-hmm. So is that not necessary? Like, and I do believe that's different because at the end of the day, even we're not going to argue whether or not marching band is a sport. I that's, think it is. As someone who's played a lot of sports, I think marching band's a sport. I think marching band's a sport. But at the end, well, even just like a gymnast or something like that, or uh, not a roller skater. Figure Ice skater? Ska- yeah, no. thank you. Figure skater. Um, Go figure. They like present this thing and they still have a routine even without the competition. They're still producing something beautiful without the something artsy without the competition. Mm-hmm. But without the competition, hi, it's me and my four friends about to play basketball. Okay, so we're 2v2? T- two two? So they're like, we're not playing basketball. If we're all just like looking at each other like, here you go, Sam. Oh, Sam's about to make a shot. Oh, here you go, Derek. Oh, Derek, pass the back to me. That's not basketball. Like, it's part of the rules. You need someone to go up against. So I feel like asking if, like, this competition is a factor when it's just a rule of the game Mm -hmm. doesn't necessarily change anything. Because competition is intrinsic to the rule of these sports whereas if you go to a certain competition maybe they only want a certain kind of art and you could make arguments for pushing the boundaries of certain genres in a way that you can't make with sports or maybe you can because streetball and regular like basketball are two different things thanks like mike Um, (laughs) i was also thinking about like mike this whole time so and, but then it just goes into its own category. So I feel like the competition angle is just mm-hmm. a facet or like a, like a requirement for these kinds of sports and not something that can be taken out of it. Okay. So not something that should be questioned in its like what its judgment of its artistry. Sam, I'm going to let you say something, and you're going to get the last word because we are at 50 minutes. No, that's fair. That's fair. Um, what I was going to say was I know that you were saying that sports is, like, in terms of playing basketball, you need two, pe- like, two people to go against each other. It's like, yeah, what if you're just shooting hoops by yourself? It's not basketball. Though. That's not, you're, you're shooting hoops by yourself. Yeah. <laughs> and that's the last word on this. Boom. <laughs> that's where we end the podcast. So uh, uh, if you want us to continue this, I remember how much you guys enjoyed our Wayhaven talked so much that we had to do a part two, and we got a lot of requests for a part three. Heck yeah! Don't even worry. You know, arguably we could do it on the demo because it's she's um. Hey guys, hi! I pay for Patreon, (laughs) and even if I didn't pay for Patreon, I follow the Tumblr. So, also she has a YouTube channel. This is not a paid advertising. Um. There's going to be, like, 22 chapters. She's around chapter 8 right now. Yeah. It's going to be a hot minute. Asia, Uh, come up with some philosophy of Wayhaven. Mm, Don't tempt me. So, um, we have time for, like, three questions. Mm -hmm. Um, 
I won't say babble. Gone Gaming. If this is y'all at low energy, I don't know if I can handle all of you at high energy. I saw you at Tampa Bay Comic Con, and I never gave you my name. I wasn't the guy drinking a beer in the back. Hey, I made eye contact with you. Good job. My only question, how do you come up with your topics? I don't Uh, know, actually. Self-indulgence. Yeah, we say something we like, and it's like, what can we do a panel in this? Yeah, it's funny, because the thing is, it's like, what for me, it's like, what do I... What do I like? And then how do I get this degree to make money for me? <laughs> and then I combine them. Money. Uh, Check out I the Dragon Ball Z Anthropology podcast. I so desperately want to do a Naruto. Oh my God. I don't think the Will of Flames is good enough. I, I love Naruto so much that I just, I want to do it right. We do a podcast episode of the Will of Flames. and Yeah, I don't think it's, uh, what do you call it? Panel, panel worthy. Like, I, there's one I'm working on with... Uh, the Book of the Five Rings and Zorro from One Piece. But is that panel worthy? I, I feel Who like knows? It might be if you brush it up a little. I want a Demon Slayer one. Uh, the thing is, I feel like with a lot of these, we're reading a lot into the source material. Um, ask me if I love Naruto. Yes. Ask me if Naruto's good. Mm-mm-mm-mm. Ask me if I love Demon Slayer. Yes. Ask me if I think Demon Slayer is necessarily well-written. Is Demon Slayer necessarily well written? So, like for instance, my Vocaloid panel is completely self-indulgent. People loved it too. I hope I'm not so. Because I was at the con- I was at the booth. It was all philosophy. I I had y'all do the work for me. So I think that I think that answers that for the sake of getting more questions. Um. Hopefully that satisfied you. Our sp- uh, random dude one one four two. Are sports animes losing popularity like sports? You always hear about how sports interest is down. Um, I feel like this is a me question. Oh, absolutely. Um, sports interest is down, um, I think, because there's so many other things that take people's attention. And who watches sports on TV anymore? Yeah, baseball's a dying... Uh... I, the thing is, I, I what I think is that literally people just consume media differently now so you can't necessarily say sports are down i feel like there's still a large section of the population that loves sports mm-hmm. but also i feel like there's a it's competing against a lot of the stuff. more conservative parts of the fan base are driving people away that's right um ask me have i been watching football since uh the colin kaepernick thing started have you been watching football since the Colin Kaepernick thing? Before? Yeah, but I also didn't watch it beforehand. So, eh, take that NFL. Eh. You ain't getting my money. Sandu. Um, sports animes. Honestly, I, 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 I don't, I don't watch a lot. Um, slam dunks on my list. There's. Did that come out of the nineties? Eh, why don't we shut up? I love Prince of Tennis when it was on Toonami. Oh snap, Prince of Tennis. That dude was smooth. Anyways. Hikari no-go? That is not a sport. That is essentially chess. <laughs> but a different game, <laughs> but in the same vein. That's Go. Dragon um, Ball Z? But specifically the martial arts tournament arc? <laughs> Random Dude 1142 again. Now yeah. I want to hear about Derek with a 9mm gun with a single bullet and a hunting knife versus a brown bear. One mile of forest, Derek is unleashing the forest for 10 minutes. The bear has to hunt Derek, but Derek always knows where the bear is. Um, but can Derek outrun a bear? You're right. You can't outclimb a bear. You can't outrun a bear. 
So you're going to have to, like... I have 10 minutes. You have to murk that bear on sight. Yeah. The but, th- is that, but, but don't bears smell, like, a mile away? No, yeah. It, it would smell me. But I know where it's at. But the bear's coming at you with intentionality, and you have 10 minutes and not that many... Do you, How many tools do you get? Wait a second, wait a second. But also, you're a decent marksman. I am. Not more decent than me. Okay, with a Nerf gun. But it's I'm... a single bullet. Oh, it's a single bullet? No. Yeah, and a hunting knife. The thing is, no. if you don't, like, get it I, exactly I, where I, it needs yeah, to go with that bullet. Yeah, I would have to get bullet. it, like, immediately. The thing is, 10 minutes with a hunting knife, I have enough time to, like... Sharpen up another knife? Sharpen up a spear. The thing is, the thing is, brown bears are huge. And if I don't, like, build some distance between me and the brown bear, it will mess me up. So you're going to make a bunch of, like, home alone traps? Yes! <laughs> You can't do that in 10 minutes. And on top of that... You know what I'm about. I think... I honestly think that it's one of those things where you better... You better hit me hard. You're going to kill me in one shot. You better make it hurt. The thing is, I, I'm willing to sacrifice an arm. One arm? Yeah, but the thing is, you are significantly... Because even... Let's say you make enough stuff... And you get a spear. That's still like bears got a lot of like. Yeah, they're, they're, uh, right now you're like sitting at like what five eight. Yeah. Yeah, bears ten foot, so they got double the bears distance. Bears are not six ten foot. Brown bears. Polar bears are. How tall are brown bears? Six feet, and they weigh they're a not ton. Six feet tall. All right, the phones are out, ladies How and gentlemen. How tall? And is also a other people. Brown bear. We'll work on that. Um, two point three to five feet. What? Okay, here's the deal, though. And how tall is a bear brown bear standing Very up? Very large brown bears can all nine, nine feet. feet. Yeah. But it's got, like, but, fat and, yeah. like, see, muscle and, like, see, the fur thing is, to get through. I see what you did, random guy1142. I you feel like you specified a nine millimeter. I feel like you tried to do this to be like, no, no, I'm setting Derek up where he has a chance to win. He does I feel like you don't realize how. The thing is, in my things, I always have, like, an hour or something to prepare for the animal. Let's see, like, an hour would be a little different. You can come up with content. Contingencies yeah. in case your mind, nine millimeter Ten does minutes, not do it. The thing it. is, the nine millimeter won't do anything. There's tons. The thing is, the whale, the people have shot brown bears in the head with a nine millimeter. That brown bear is not dead. They're thick. Yeah, they're thick. A bullet will not go through it. The wait, thing wait, is, wait, through the eye? I feel like we're shooting at a brown bear. I feel the like thing is, I, I think I'm a great shot. I don't think I'm getting into the eye. Don't those, shoot so you see. What about the nose? What about the nose? Look like their mouth is open. Bring, no, the, up, bring the, up a brown bear skull. I want to see what <laughs> parts aren't covered by, like, like The thing bones. is, I've seen two brown bears fight, and one brown bear casually right. knocked off the nose of the You're other right. one. You're right. Oh, that's messed up. Yeah. Like, it was, like, scratching it. Oh, that was so terrible. So, the thing is, I, I, know, I, I know I was just like, oh, yeah, Derek, I'm arguing this. The thing is, this bear will mess me up. The thing is, you, you the thing is, you thought you were doing a good job giving me like weapons and stuff. What's a hunting knife going to do against a brown bear? Mm. By the time that I'm, by the time that I'm in range, gonna... it's like Neji Huga. It's like oh, sixty-four pounds, except with those Choji hands. <laughs> he heavy handed. You gone. You can make a. You can. <laughs> I was gonna say like, yeah, you can climb up, and no, that bear will smell yeah, you. I can give also, up an arm. You don't have a choice, my guy. Also, bears can climb so fast. What I would do is maybe you should like bring a bunch of like you half cut all the branches, and then you set a foot trap. So when the bears running towards you, it knocks out all the branches. So I'm using my arms. Bears can climb trees like this, like this thick. 
Yeah, the thickness of my arm. They they don't need a thick tree to climb. They just need perseverance. And oh my God, the skull is huge. Yeah. <laughs> we see. Oh. 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 The thing is, if it was a black bear, yeah, I could probably take a black bear. Oh, these skulls are huge. Oh, they. Hey. Um, <laughs> but the thing is, black bears are. I like black bears like the most punk of like all the bears. Yeah, they are. R.I.P. Derek. R.I.P. Me. Um, the same person also asks us against a bloodlusted tiger. All the three of is, us? I'm yeah. not killing a tiger. Also, um... Tigers are, like, top tier. One of my favorite animals. I'm not doing it. Um, I feed Asia and Sam, and I'd run away. The thing is, um, hey, Derek, you're on my list. It's gonna be you versus me and a tiger. But see, <laughs> the tiger's also against you. No, no, no. Me and the tiger are working together to go against you. Why, was, why would I fight the, the tiger? If the tiger goes against me... The thing is, my scenario has never been bloodlusted. Do you guys know what bloodlusted means and who would win? It means that this animal will fight to the death. That's why I, I never put bloodlusted in any of my... I could take every animal on this planet. So just a casual hey. merc? Yeah, it's a casual merc. It's a very much a sniping situation? <laughs> we, That's we a don't have, move, Derek. We don't have beef. <laughs> The animal, yeah, I'm just, oh, I'm hanging out with Derek. Hey, this <laughs> Derek on sniper mode? <laughs> yeah, the, the animal's never ready for me. The thing is, once an animal's ready for me, it's over. This giraffe by its own is, business. Humans have only ever won because animals are just like, well, this thing isn't going to try me. Look at it. <laughs> and then like, we stab it with a spear. Oh, I've been <laughs> juked. <laughs> That's what you get for your arrogance, <laughs> Bengal tiger. So, I'm, I'm not killing a tiger, and I'm not gonna win. Like, are also, also, I, don't e I don't even think I can beat another human in a regular fight. My heart's not in it. Also, aren't tigers like super endangered? They're super endangered, but they're also like made of muscles. They're like a tank. I can't. Do I'm good. A nine millimeter bullet would probably bounce off of a tiger. Wow. Bounce off a tiger. That's yeah. impressive. That's <laughs> <laughs> you see those tigers of Zootopia? They weren't wrong. That's Shut so funny. up. I'm so sick of So Shut this has been up. another episode of uh, Stirring the Pot. I've been your host, Derek. Sam. Hi, I'm Asia. I mean, <laughs> goodbye. I'm, <laughs> I'm Asia. And thanks for listening. Bye. Bye.